Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for tuning in once again. I uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Really does mean a lot to me. Not just saying it. From the bottom of my heart to you, thank you. (laughs) I've uh, got a great show for you today. I have got Ben from the Angry Dad podcast and also I Married a Bigfoot podcast. He's coming up here in just a few. And uh, as luck would have it, uh, we recorded that our conversation a few weeks ago. And today I get a bag of beans or a bag of coffee, I should say, from him. And he and I have been sort of doing this thing where uh, he'll send me a bag of beans and then I'll send him one. And we've just got, sort of got like this coffee club going on. And it's, uh, it's really cool because Ben does not drink bad coffee. When I get a package from him, I know I'm in for a treat. And this time he sent me a coffee called Vitacup Genius Coffee. And it's really interesting because, I'll be honest, I never would have picked this coffee in a million years. I wouldn't have thought to try it out. But in it, um, when someone gives you a gift, that's the beauty of it. Like, it's not something necessarily that you would pick out for yourself. And the reason that I probably would have shied away from this coffee is that it has a flavor to it. It's a... Uh, And I'm typically not big on flavored coffees. At least that's what I used to think. But after Gabe gave me the bag of beans from a coffee shop here in Austin, and now this Vitacup Genius coffee, I think I actually do enjoy some flavored coffees as long as they're done correctly. And right away, what I notice about this one is that they... They spice it. They don't flavor it. In the ingredients, it lists uh, cinnamon and turmeric. And when you make this, it's... uh, (laughs) Kim described it perfectly. She said, it's like getting a a warm hug. Like it it feels... Or it tastes like you're eating a donut or something. I I don't want to confuse things. It's not sweetened or anything, but it has just this sort of, you know, spiced maple-y kind of flavor to it. Um... It's, it's delicious. Bravo, Ben. I think uh, I may have to actually start switching to this coffee now. Yep. Uh, I will link this in the show notes so that uh, you can check out what I'm talking about. It is good stuff. And it's got MCT oil in it, tons of B vitamins. So, you know, not only is it giving you like your caffeine dose, but you're also getting some, some healthy stuff in this one. I highly recommend it. It's uh, organic, uh, vegan, keto-friendly. It's it's pretty much everything. Looks like Lavazza is going to have to to move on over. <laughs> I think I'm switching over to uh, to Vita Cup Genius Coffee now. So I don't know if you caught on the last episode, Robbie mentioned uh, from Out of the Blank Podcast. He mentioned about the last stimulus package bill. And how one of the one of the congressmen put a rider on it to disclose all the information that the U.S. government has on aliens. Um, I can't wait to see uh, Ben do an episode on whatever it is they release. That's uh, on his um, "I Married a Bigfoot" podcast. He's got a 
a couple of podcasts here. This one's the paranormal one, and they do video reactions about paranormal, uh, UFO, Bigfoot, all kinds of cool stuff. And I just wonder what's going to come out of this um, part of the the COVID bill about uh, the aliens. Um, Part of me thinks, okay, these are politicians, and they can barely communicate with each other. Do we really think that they have any kind of interesting um, alien knowledge? Are they just bluffing? Maybe they're making this whole thing up, (laughs) you know? Um, I'm not entirely convinced that they are communicating with aliens. Um, But I do think that they have sort of this public pressure now to show some kind of cards, you know? It'll be interesting to see what, what it is. And you better believe that when that happens... There will be a uh, episode or two about it on I, uh, I Married a Bigfoot podcast by Ben. He and I get into some interesting uh, topics of conversation on this one. You know, he talks about having a metal implant and having a Bigfoot encounter. It's, uh, this conversation goes in some crazy places, and it was so much fun, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Oh, I lost you there. Oh, yeah. Now you just froze for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, I plug it into the Ethernet, too, and sometimes it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, everybody in the in the house is fighting for bandwidth right yeah, now. No, you know? just... <laughs> oh, that is the truth. That is the truth. There's That's like... The... Literally nothing you can do. And, and we're, you know, um, the kids aren't here, and it's just me and my wife, but normally when everyone's here, it's just... Everyone's like, you're slowing me down. I'm like, you're so, oh, yeah. we have like the best internet you could possibly buy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You guys probably got the gigabit or whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> the max, cause like, you know, with the amount of streaming and uploading I do, it, it's yeah. like, it's, it's just a mandatory required. And the kids are just happy because they have that great internet to play video games. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, understand I got it for my own personal use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so they're in there playing the games. Yeah. You're like recording two different podcasts, uploading videos. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all are cranking that thing for all it's worth. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. We, 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 we like, uh, every, um, like, uh, before we upgraded, we was barely cracking, like, the max bit of gigs that we could use. And oh, then yeah. it finally went over, and then they tried to charge us, and they're like, oh, they gave us, like, a, a waiver. And I was like, yeah. nope, ne- next level. Take it to the next level. <laughs> Whatever it is we need to get, What what's the, and they're like, oh, he, like, here, and I'm like, it was only um, maybe a couple hundred or not even, it was like a couple of bucks more. Like yeah. that's what we need. And so far we haven't gone over. So yeah, no kidding. Good, good. Well, man, I'm glad because you've been giving me such good stuff, good podcast to listen to ever since I was on your show, even before that, because I first heard of you through the untrained eye. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but they're they're like I consider them the Kevin Bacon of podcasts. Yeah, no, no, they definitely are. I think we've had that conversation too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that was right. <laughs> but yeah, ever since then I've been a fan because you're you know, the Angry Dad podcast for me is like being at the halftime locker room and maybe I'm down by three points, you know, and you just you kinda have this way of kicking me in the ass. And, uh, you know, getting me out the door to like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and work out now, you know? See, <laughs> that, gonna... that, 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 then it lets me know that I'm doing my job because, you know, it, it's so funny because I get so many of those like comments and like, 
emails and like, man, you, I'm like, and I always respond that my job is done. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, like, a, yeah. with the amount of memes and posting I do, you know, um, I get a lot of DMs or like people comment like, this made me laugh so hard. I'm like, my job has been done. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now, where did you sort of, when did you develop like that sort of, I don't want to call it a dad voice, but like, you know, your, your motivational kind of, you know, ground there. I mean, have you always sort of been that guy? You know, it's, I've, it's, it's weird because, um, you know, I grew up in an extremely, I'm not saying a crazy or tough neighborhood. I grew up in a very Chicano driven, hardcore mm-hmm. family, you know, gang lifestyle. And, really? um, I kind of yeah. just went with the flow my whole life. I never, you know what I'm saying? I never really fit in anywhere I went, even as a Chicano, you know, growing up, um, I like watching cartoons. I love reading comic books. You know, I was into rock music. I was into punk music. And, you know, back then it was all rap and oldies for, for the generation. So, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, I had kids at a very young age. And then um, I went through my first divorce and then I had a second divorce. And with that second divorce, I kind of like lost my perspective in life. And so when I had oh, lost really? that perspective in life, um, my mom actually put me in the right place and right mindset hmm. because like um when my second my, my first marriage i started working out because she pointed me in that direction of working out you know yeah. what I'm saying she really uh-huh. helped me with that and and when i mean helped me with that she watched the kids take care of the kids or seeing that i needed to do something yeah and so once i really dove into working out and all of a sudden um you know i'm being trained by not they're they're professional bodybuilders people that know what they're doing and they put me through so much shit <laughs> so much shit man i've never thrown up so much yeah tough love the toughest to love too and like there's no judgment there's no bullshit they were like we're gonna beat you to fucking death and then you know (laughs) six months later they're like look you know everything you need to know be on your way and so having the progression of bodybuilding working out all of a sudden i had people like hey ask me this ask me this and you know everything i was taught was given to me for free so why would i not do the same thing Hmm, you know what i'm saying yeah and then um it ended up being where, you know, um, this is my brother. His name's Dragon. His actual name is Mondragon. So, you know, okay. I always call him Dragon. Yeah. And um, he really wanted to start working out with me. And so I was like, all right, well, if you want to start working out with me, you know, and the thing is, too, is like um, we're not spending your average amount of time working out. It was basically five hours a day. Jesus. Two hours of cardio. Wow. Three hours of hardcore working out. And, wow. you know, um, it, it, but that's what I was trained to do. I was trained to be a professional right. bodybuilder. I was training to huh. be what you call a mass monster. I was trying to be large as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be 300 pounds, completely jacked and peeled. And it just takes that, um, that kind of dedication. You know what I'm saying? I eat literally 24 oh, seven, yeah. train 24, you know, basically 24 seven, always dedicated, always what's called, but with him coming with me it almost yeah. like he felt like he ba- i basically took him under my wing and he was like my little brother and what do you do with your little brother you you coach him you teach him you train him yeah and then all of a sudden i started developing a coaching mentality and mm. then once i developed this coaching mentality and understand that i brutalized him the way i brutal i was brutalized so like yeah, i yeah. was completely beat to shit so i beat him to shit and then um <laughs> next thing you know you know people seeing his success, uh, his success in transforming. And so they wanted that. And so it ended up being where I always tell people you show up when I show up and it's free. 
That's really? All, yeah, it's all you got to do. Wow. This is the time I'll be at the gym, and I have yeah. a and I have basically a very I had a very strict time set. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because with having three kids or you know oh, three yeah. kids, four kids, it it just like everything evolved around them. So these are the times I have available, and yeah. these are the times I work out. You show up at this time, you'll get 100 of my dedication towards you. And so mm. then I ended up getting me uh, like we used to call ourselves the Wolf Pack, and so I had about six guys show up every day or they show up on the days that they could and i just train them to shit and it ended up just being this coaching mentality where it just felt comfortable and it felt great and it felt like and it wasn't just bodybuilding coaching i was giving these life these guys life lessons because all these guys are Mm. younger than me you know what i'm saying they're uh, they're, okay they're all with about five years younger than me and they're going through life they're having problems and you know working out and training and all of a sudden i have this dad mentality towards these guys I start, you know, giving these life lessons, teaching them things that I learned or teaching them ways to say things, way to do things, way to approach things, way to look at things. And you can just see their lives dramatically improving, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and it's just, you know, how to talk to the ladies, how to talk to your friends, how to talk to your kids or, you know, a situation pops up that they don't know what to handle. I'm like, well, here, guess what? Like this. Yeah. And so we'd have these hash out conversations while we're working out. And next thing you know, like, you know, one of my buddies that I train, his name's Pat, which he's on another podcast called Chafing mm-hmm. the Dream, where he, they're doing a, a weight loss podcast. Oh, okay. And, and uh, he's the one that originally got me into podcasting. And I just, you know, finally cornered me into a spot where I was like, all right, I guess I'll do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then next thing you know, I'm doing podcasting. Oh, yeah, you are. I mean, you've got, what, 350 oh, or so episodes? Four, 418 as of yesterday. Oh man, I'm my count is way off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so were you a a a father when you took these guys under your wing? You said you were already Yeah, oh yeah, the, okay. um I had my 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 oldest son right at when I turned 18 and mm-hmm. he's 20 now, so I'm extremely freaking wow, yeah, just awesome. it, yeah, it makes me feel so old because I see him driving and I'm like, "Oh my god." Oh man. Oh, you, you How know, hard is that? It, like, it, 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 keys, it, it's not it, it blows your mind because it really sets you back in your mortality. It's like, my kids are old now. They're getting old. Like, you know, before I was the coolest person around. That's yeah. all they ever want to do is hang out with me. You know, dad, you're not cool. You're not funny. Your jokes aren't funny anymore. And I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? My, my youngest is, is uh, he's nine, getting ready to turn. Uh, he'll be turning 10 uh, this summer. But uh-huh. it's just like, even he's starting to get to that point where he's like, really? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know, but uh, yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. Oh, yeah. I guess it happens to everybody. Oh, right? yeah. No, like, no, it does. It does. But it's just it's just like I said, it just it, it takes me back sometimes because I watch them as they grow up and I'm like, they're actually becoming their own people. You know what I'm saying? Because like, wow. um, yeah, I've always been big on them being thinking and mm-hmm. making sure that they know what they want to do or like I'm always asking my kids, like, what do you want to do? What do you want? Any ideas? Yeah. And then I'll drop. Like I said, I don't push them to do whatever to do what they're going to do in life. I do tell them, like, here's the suggestion. I see you like this. I see you're doing this. And so yeah. you just got to drop those subliminal hits to make things, you know, like um, me and my younger son, Anthony, he's uh, 15 oh, or it might be 16. Okay. I don't freaking know. But uh, we do a YouTube channel together called Team Bowman Snack Attack where we eat stuff. I'm, it's cool but look what we're doing now you know what i'm saying yeah I, I told him you make the initiative you make this happen i'll help you do it and you know mm. we'll we'll do this together and so you know we we have a little you know um i guess you uh, conflicts of interest when we do things but a oh, lot really? of yeah it's because what it is is you know he wants to do something i'm like no we have stuff lined because like uh 
he'll think of something to do. I'm like, we got to do stuff we already have planned. And he's like, but uh, I want to okay. do this now. And I'm like, no, we need to. And so then, you know, the <laughs> argument ensues is like, I'm like, no, no, we got to figure out what we're doing here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, man, it's uh, I, I have seen a few of those uh, episodes with you and your son. So that's not part of the B to the Fourth Power channel. That's that's your own. It's a, your son's. Oh yeah, yeah. That's own that, project, you know, right? I, I manage okay. it. I I help him take care of it. I record the videos. I edit the videos. But the thing is, is yeah, I'm trying to do the majority of the work I can now before mm-hmm. he wants to take over it because as soon as he wants to take over it, then I can just walk away and then I just make my appearance. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, like it's just giving him little points and angles and stuff like that, you know, like making sure always trying to make sure he speaks with his mouth and not mumble through his teeth. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely got the skills of the, uh, the video down. I've, I've, uh, been, uh, kind of binging you and, uh, and your wife's, uh, I married a, a Bigfoot yeah. podcast. Well, it's a, I guess it's a YouTube channel slash podcast too. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Because I do the audio portion too. It's on everything. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is with the audio portion, you you, um, you have to put the video. You know, we put the video on Instagram so you can watch the clips. But it's uh-huh. not the same as if it pops up on the screen and you can like see it as we're talking about it. Right, right. Well, those man, those episodes have kind of blown me away. Like I thought I knew you pretty well from like your you know, the Angry Dad podcast where it's either, it seems like you, you know, it's primarily kicking the ass motivation. Sometimes you do self-reflection kind of things where you talk about, you know, the people that you love and, and cherishing them and being around them. So, you know, it's another side to you. Um, but with I Married a Bigfoot, I'm learning all kinds of things about you. <laughs> like, And it's it's really, it's like a whole new layer of Ben. Oh, yeah. When the... Uh, Whose idea was that to start it? Was that yours or, or your wife's? Well, uh, um, before me and my wife got together, um, she didn't really know what podcasting was. So then she, you know, once hmm. she's, you know, I'm doing podcasting, she starts looking to podcast. And, you know, she loves podcasts. And yeah. so, you know, she actually has her own taste in podcasts and I have my taste in podcasts. And it, it the, um, and, you know, we knew, we already knew we were going to do a podcast together. It was already in the making, oh, okay. you know, so it was eventually yeah. going to happen. We just kept putting it off. And then plus it's like trying to find an idea of what Mm. to do that's the hardest part it's like you know like there's so many podcasts with so many different things and it's like but what where do we come to an alignment there and what the thing is is like um it's usually sunday night uh travel channel is nothing but paranormal aliens bigfoot and ever since i was a kid i've been 100 completely fascinated by all of that like i i could i remember watching all the old documentaries and like you know, I, I, you know, we, the public access channel, you see some crazy shit and I'm like, what the, what's going on? And, and, uh, I've never lost that interest. I've, I've seen almost yeah. every episode of ancient aliens. I've seen almost every paranormal show there is any Bigfoot documentary that pops out. I instantly absorb it. You know and It's one thing I love about Amazon prime is you can go on Amazon prime and basically look up all Bigfoot, you know, documentary it's free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you can ba- YouTube, same thing. You can see all these different things. And, you know, I literally subject my wife to it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, she'll yeah. be on her phone playing or every so often it'll catch her attention. Then we'll start talking about it. But the thing is, is I've, and I, I don't mean it in a disrespectful manner. I always try to tell people mm-hmm. like, look, I talk shit about everything I see on TV. I talk shit about every movie I, I see. But the thing is, is, I'll make fun of the guy. I'll make funny how he talk or like, is he serious? Is he not serious? Or is this, this is crazy. This is not crazy. Yeah. And then my wife will get in on that. And we just always <laughs> had a good time doing it. So I'm like, why not make that the podcast? Yeah, no, it's a great format because what they do is they will pick out a certain video or something. You guys are, uh, 
finding all the crazy stuff on TikTok. You know? Oh yeah. And <laughs> you guys, since you're going to TikTok, I don't have to. You're like my curator for TikTok <laughs> now because I just don't have the time, or I, I think I'm too old no, to understand it. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> my wife was trying to get me on TikTok for the longest time. I'm talking about she must have worked for like a good maybe right when the pandemic started she Uh was just barely getting on it and then she's like you need to check this out you need to check this out and so eventually she started texting me tiktoks and i'm like all right let me look at it let me look at it and then she's she texts me so many that i was like all right let me just start an account and so i started an account (laughs) and the next you know i can't stop scrolling it's like literally you're just sitting there like and (laughs) the tiktok has an algorithm dialed down to you yeah. to oh, you wow. it's it's almost like if like you know you google listens to your phone at facebook listens to your phone tiktok's uh-huh. listening to your phone and they, they'll send you everything you want to see so I'm, we're seeing all kinds of ghost <laughs> stuff like there's so many different branches of tiktok i'm on i'm on uh construction worker tiktok i'm on car tiktok paranormal tiktok bigfoot tiktok and i'm just like and i'm and I'm literally just watching tiktok some this is my drill this is this is how this drill compares to other drills and i'm like in 60 seconds they're giving me so much information i'm like what the hell am i and then i you you, you literally get lost oh man that, that that sounds dangerous oh it is it is I, and I always i always tell my wife i was like you did this to me yeah <laughs> but they have a great dynamic oh. you two because you I mean, obviously you're married and, and you guys have a good dynamic, but she, it, it almost reminds me of the X-Files and the dynamic because you're sort of the molder, like you want to believe, and she's over there kind of with her scully, you know, smirk going, that I call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is her. You know what I'm saying? So if, you, if you really pay attention, you can see her roll her eyes at me as she's talking to me. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why the video I think is my favorite way to to consume that uh, that show is uh, is because you get those little nuances like her with the eye roll and and plus you see the videos that you guys are watching yeah. and sort of you know tearing down or not tearing down because you're honest about it you know like if the if it's not convincing or you think it's a hoax you know you're you're gonna call it out oh right? yeah yeah hundred percent like I said I, I'm uh, brutally honest no matter what mm-hmm. I do. And like I said, if it look if it looks good, like I want to believe, I will definitely yeah. lean into it. But the thing is, mm-hmm. is if it can't support my weight, then I'm not going to lean that far on it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you've made some interesting revelations on that show. For instance, one that sort of made my jaw drop is about your implant. Oh yeah, that you have. You, do you mind talking about yeah, that? No, absolutely. I mean, Let me tell you right now. This is my second one. Mm, so two implants. I've had two implants. Now, same arm. First mm-hmm. one was on my elbow right here. Uh-huh. All right. And now I'm going to give you a little backstory on this. Yeah. Um, I worked at a foundry. All right. I used to okay. pour molten iron into molds to make pipe. Like literally wow. molten iron. Okay. I'd be in those big old fire suits, you know. No be, yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. So like, and I did that for... I want to say I did that for like almost 12 years. I worked at a place okay. called U.S. Pipe and Foundry, the most brutalist, craziest place I ever worked in my entire life. And, and that's um, a grown-ass man work. Oh, right yeah. There. And I started working there right when I turned 18. You know oh, my saying? God. Yeah. For, for those 12 years, 612 was my mandatory. For those who don't know what 612 is, that's six days a week, 12 hours a day, and that's the minimum. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of times I'd, I'd work maybe almost like 80 to, a couple, 80 to like 90 hours a week because I would work oh, God, all the yeah. time. But uh, oh, like I said, but I, I, I that's a whole nother bag of beans right there. But um, the yeah. first implant, um, I had an itch on my arm 
and it was like yeah. this huge bowl. Like I was like, what the hell is this? I couldn't figure out what it was. And um, one day it just a magnet happened to touch it and it clicked. Really? Yeah. And so what ended up happening is, um, you know, my ex-wife, uh, my ex-wife, my wife at that time, um, you know, she can't leave shit alone. So uh, mm. she got a needle, heated it up and literally kind of just scraped the skin. And then wow. a perfect <laughs> rectangle cube came out of my huh. arm. No kidding. All right. And I, I worked at a, at a foundry. I worked with molten metal. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been burned significantly bad by molten metal. I had to have my eyelid reconstructed because uh, a piece of molten iron burned through my glasses and into my eye because it shot out of a machine. And so Jeez. they had to stitch my eye. I had to get my eyes sewn, uh, sewn, sewn shut twice. So, uh, you know, there's always this, you know, potential of metal getting into my body. Yeah. The thing is, is these are it, when the metals would hit my skin, it'd be like a droplet. You know what I'm saying? Because as soon as okay. it hits skin, it, it, it keeps burning until it goes cold. And so what ends oh, happening wow. is it, yeah. it'll look like a little raindrop. It'll just like a little metal mm -hmm. raindrop. But the thing is, is this was a perfect, like I'm talking about perfect rectangle cube shape. Yeah. And, and it, it, she, they literally just, she just scraped it at the house huh. and then it shot out. It shot out. Yeah, it shot out. It had wow. to be like it had to be like maybe like a a centimeter long and a half a centimeter huh. tall. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was yeah. like just the most craziest thing in my arm. Man. And so with that first one being said, it was funny because like I never correlated with anything else until I started talking about this in my arm and in my and my right in my right above my tricep, right where the muscle attaches, a separation of uh you know the melt the tricep and the uh the the the, the delt yeah and so um all of a sudden this bump started appearing in my arm and oh, it wow. would grow and then it would shrink and then it would grow huh. and then it would shrink and then i noticed if i did certain things it would get bigger and then if yeah. i tried to touch it it would go in constantly and so, um, you know, and like, you know, when, before I got the shoulder surgery, like I said, before, when I would work out, it would literally, mm -hmm. the, cause, um, it would push it to the surface of the skin when I work out. Cause you know, you're sweating, dehydrated, the skin's getting tighter cause the muscle's growing. Yeah. But if you try to touch it, it would just sink back in. Huh, skin would go flat and it's like, a, yeah, it is crazy. And it's painful. Like anything, any okay. little thing touches it. It's, it's painful. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could just barely graze it. And it's like the most weirdest shocking feeling. You know what I'm saying? And then like my wife will try to squeeze it. Oh, it must be a pin when she, cause when we first started looking at it, she all must be like a yeah. pimple or, or under the skin. So, you know, she tried to squeeze it up, nothing happened. And then yeah. um, put a hot compress on it. Nothing happened. And just like every so often we'll kind of like just touch it. And it just like, it'll literally move right in front of your eyes. Wow. That is nuts. It is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's why like, I, you know, so, I start calling it an alien implant because I'm like, yeah. you know, what does, with every documentary that I've seen, you know, it, it's shown that alien implants will move. They'll, they mm. attach themselves. They, they'll dig a little deeper and then they'll, you know, they've, you know, I've never put anything to see if it has a frequency coming out of it. Yeah. But for, um, for, uh, for Christmas, my wife bought me a five pound commercial magnet like you use for magnet fishing. Oh, nice. And so yeah. I literally put it close to it and it bulged it a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. So did, do you know how long that one has been in there? It, it, when did you first notice? It had to be three years now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It had, like in a minimum, because like I said, I didn't have it before. It never hurt me before. It, it didn't, I didn't notice it until it started hurting me. Yeah. And 
the, you know, and, you know, I work out all the time. So, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm always paying attention to my body. So like I would hundred percent would have seen it before. Yeah. But all of a sudden it like popped up one day and I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. It is crazy. So have you ever had any, you know, close encounters of any kind? Have you ever seen any UFOs? Well, um, I've seen a UFO and, uh, and I had to call my sister because like I said, uh, you know, um, depending on when I have my kids at that moment mm. in time, this is, this is probably got to be like six, maybe six years ago. And, um, I would go to the gym at night. And so like a lot of times, you know, the kids would go to sleep and my, I'd tell my sister, Hey, I'm going to the gym. The kids are asleep. And so I'd be at the gym probably like around 11 o'clock and I'd come home maybe three or four o'clock in the morning. And so I happened to be coming home and I look up in the sky as I'm driving home. Cause I had a sunroof and I seen this weird light and I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, then I see yeah. it as I get closer to it and the clouds literally, cause it was like a, not really cloudy. It was like a cloud moving through the sky. The okay. moon was real bright and I see the light. I see another light. And I, so basically I see a triangle. All right. Oh, and wow. when you look at the sky, you can see the stars. But mm -hmm. what I'm looking at is I see a light, a light and a light, but nothing in between. Yeah. All right. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I literally call my <laughs> sister up because, you know, she, she's like less than a quarter mile away from me. Yeah. I call her up. And I was like, and I didn't tell her shit. Did not tell her shit. I, told, I called her. I'm like, hey, go out the front. And look towards this way. And she yeah. goes out the, and literally all here is, what the fuck am I looking at? Oh, wow. But what the <laughs> fuck is that? And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, are you serious right now? And yeah, I'm like, did you see it right? And I took a picture of it. But the picture is so like, you know, like camera phones at the day weren't the greatest. Yeah. So it's sure. like, man, yeah. it's like if I would have had like a, like a decent camera. It's one of those things like, you know, we have high def cameras now. Things mm -hmm. that can do max zoom clarities, you know, you can dim brighten, but back then you didn't have shit to do shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, so, so, so when this, when would this have been like rough time frame? Oh, like um, I want to say 2000, maybe 2009. Two, okay. Yeah, 2009, 2010. Yeah. I want to say around there. Yeah, that's when they slipped in that first implant. I bet, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's like I said, <laughs> in, uh, that first implant. Would be would have been back in 03. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, because typically when you when you hear about the people that have had or you know, they have some type of implant, they've had some other type of experience as well to kind of go along with that. Would you say, I mean, you're probably more well versed with the uh ufology than I am. Would you say that's oh, yeah, uh, no, no, par it, for the course? It you it, it usually typically you know, some kind of interaction, some kind of abduction, some kind of, you know, lost memory or like, but the thing is, is I've never had any lost memories or lost time. Okay. But what I've had is um, a, a huge amount of out-of-body experiences. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, like uh, growing up, I've had, and I, I, and I call them like, at, I call it in the style of astro projecting. And the reason hmm. I say astro projecting is because it's the way it's portrayed in movies and the way it's portrayed in like uh you know cartoons and or like just tv shows how people like the soul leaves the body and it floats away yeah the reason i call it that is because that's exactly how it's always felt to me because like oh, really? i would never see my body but i would huh. feel this lightness in me where i could literally like jump from place to place like i have vivid memories and i still have vivid memories of this of being in my childhood home jumping up from light pole to light pole 
going around to see my neighborhood. And then at some point in time I would fall, but I'd be right back in my body and I'd wake wow. up and be like, what the fuck? And then go back to sleep. No kidding. Yeah. Man. And then I've had a tremendous amounts of deja vu, like things hmm. that I should not like, you know, a lot of times with deja vu, it's something that's always repeating. So you just think you saw something, but the thing is, is I could be in a completely different place, completely nowhere been there before. And then all of a sudden I can recall this, this, and this, and I can literally watch scenes happening Huh. And it comes back to me. But when it comes back to me, it hits me with such a rush that I'm like, all right, catch your breath. Wow. If this happens and you know, this is going to happen. And if this happens, you know, this is going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, because it, it could be terrifying, but was it, was it fun at the same time or was it just completely? No, no, know? it was com completely fun. It was like, I, I remember, I have no horrible thoughts about it. No, you know okay. what I'm saying? No horrible okay. feelings or emotions about it. I just remember that that motion of 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 like literally like I I, I wouldn't say it's like swimming through air. Huh. You know what I'm saying? That's how would, yeah. that's how what I would say. It would be me swimming from like from my body to the light pole to the next light pole and just kind of just like waving my arms around trying to push myself in a direction. Wow. Man, that is far out. I'm almost envious of people that have that kind of experience because I've never had anything like that. But it just it sounds so ethereal, you know, that you're just sort of floating in air. It's uh yeah. man, that's far out. Yeah, and like I said it, it it I've had all I've had these since I was a little kid. I, you know, I still have them mm. now, you know what I'm saying? And like uh and I lucid dream every time. Really? Every okay. time does not matter. Like as soon as I close my eyes and I fall asleep. I'm literally in a completely different dimension. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. Okay. Like I've, like uh, it's either past lives or past mm -hmm. memories that seep into my dreams, and then it just like it see I see these different things, and it's just so crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, you know, like um, you know, I, one thing I always I've always told always said to myself is like I was born in the wrong time. You know what oh, I'm really? saying? I, what, yeah. what time did you think you should that you belong to? Man, I'm sorry, now I, I belong in the times of the planes and not even knights or, or what's, I'd be like within the, the Viking territories, or I'd be hmm. within like Mongol territories where I would just be, you know, like on a field with an ax and a sword in my hand doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I have such vivid dreams of wars and of, of battles. And like, I, I huh. had a dream one time where I had my leg cut off and I woke up like what? And I had to reach for my leg cause it was so painful. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> And so this is just vivid. I'll be honest. Before talking to you, I kind of thought lucid dreams were just BS. But with you telling me, I, I, I know I don't know you personally. I mean, we've never met in real life, but I, I know you well enough. I'm a good, good enough judgy character to know Ben is not bullshitting me on this. <laughs> oh yeah, not me too right now. It, sometimes I feel like I'm bullshitting myself because it's like, man, is, do I, is, is this normal? Because I, you know, right. I just go through it my whole life. I've had, like, I've never had any breaks in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have moments Man. and times where I can sleep a whole night and I mm -hmm. never wake up. But the yeah. thing is, a lot of times, as soon as I'm lucid dreaming, I'll wake three or four times up in the middle of the night. You know what I'm no saying? Kidding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, and then as soon as I fall back asleep, I'm right back into it, too. It's like, wow. Yeah. There's no pause. It's like, I woke up, all right, back in. Yeah. Now, so I'm sure you've seen the unacknowledged um, movie that came out. Oh, I lost you there. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, you seen the unacknowledged movie that came out? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that, that's. Uh, I think I'd like to get your opinion on that to see what you think. Okay, but um, so that director and I, I'm blanking on his name, but he came out with a one fairly recently. I think it might have been last year, or the year before, about 
these people, he called them close encounters of the fifth kind, where basically these groups of people would get together outside, usually in, you know, uh, rural settings, and they would just sort of meditate and try to communicate with aliens that way. Oh, and yeah. then they would see them. So I wanted to get your opinion because you know a lot about that. I mean, does that sound plausible that one could do that? And should it be done? Well, see, that's the thing too is like, um, and I, I put this in the same realm as like playing with a Ouija board. You mm. don't know what you're fucking calling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like I said, we can all have great positive thoughts. And, and the thing is, and like I said, in, in my life and in my world, things are usually bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, so, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, like, the I've been in ho- not horrible, like, situations, but I've been through, like, real-life situations of, like, bad people always being around you. And right, so, yeah. and, you know, it's so, like, it's something I wouldn't attempt. It's something I wouldn't do because, yeah. like I said, it, it, things don't ever show itself at face value when you really try to reach out. to. It's like I said, you know me, I know you, but I don't know what the fuck's up there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Guess right, what? Exactly. J- just like any other race, there's assholes out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you're more likely to run into an asshole than you are to a good person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, it, it's just, um, and I've seen many documentaries of these people going out there. You know, like I said, they head to the desert. You know, a lot of times these people, you know, LSD, you know, shrooms, they do all these things oh, to yeah. really center themselves to really uh-huh. try to astral project or try to throw these meditations out there to call forth something. Right. But, yeah. you know, when you even saying it by call forth something, it's like, it sounds evil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no. why, 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 why chance it? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> most alien encounters you see, someone's getting something in the ass. And do you really want that in your ass? You know? <laughs> now, I, I wonder if, Maybe there's, because there's a decent percentage of people that report this, and I'm talking all walks of oh, life. Oh, yeah. And so, do we think that those people, like it's just a small portion of the population, or are they just the only ones that remember, and this is happening to far more people than that? Well, see, and that's the thing, too, is I it happens to way more people. It's just more people are less to talk about it because you don't want it. Before... You get ridiculed. You'll get de- mm, de- yeah. you'll get defamed. You'll you'll you're no longer part of the community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not as accepting as it used to be, you know, or as as it is now. Before it was like 100 unacceptable. It's like no, don't yeah. talk. That, that's crazy. People talk. We don't fucking talk to you. But there's more groups. There's more abilities to contact people. You know, so that's one of the things that I, I love about watching these documentaries is there's actual people you can reach out to. And you can really fill out who's on top of it and who's gonna fuck yeah. you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Right, it's like. Right. It's just there's a lot more communication about it. You know, what I'm saying? I've talked to many people. I'm talking about like hardworking, no BS bullshit men, men, like the kind of men that, mm. you know, what I'm saying they wouldn't lie if you kill, if, you, if you're going to kill them. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, right, this is the yeah. fucking truth. And yeah. every one of them were just like, this is what happened to me. And I'm like, huh. fuck. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of those things is because how, how I am, yeah. that usually brings it out of people. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Because like, um, you know, I'm more willing to talk about what I, about my experiences and about what I've gone through. And the reason I'm, 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 I'm more willing to do that is because I don't give a fuck what anybody got to fucking say. So <laughs> when these right, people yeah. hear that, they're like, oh my God, this and this and this. And, uh. and I'm like, you know, and so like, uh, and it's always funny too, because like, uh, I draw it out of them and then next, you know, we're best friends. You know what uh, I'm saying? I, nice. I, um, at one of my last jobs that I was at, 
uh, one of my bosses, I was kind of just talking about a couple of things and he, and then a couple of people left the room and it was just me and him. And he's like, Hey, you know, and he's, he's giving me a whole paranormal breakdown of what he oh, thinks wow. and knows, but you know, obviously he wasn't going to speak like that to anybody else until he got huh. me alone. And, the, and he was just like, man, I had this happen as I bought a spirit box. I'm trying to do this investigation in my house because I think all this stuff. And I'm like, and, oh, you know, wow. I'm sitting there like, and I'm sending them articles and things that, you know, like, <laughs> hey, you might want to get this check check this out. And, you know. Man, so they just feel like they can open up to you. You're like the Barbara Walters of <laughs> of alien abduction stories, right? They just hey, well, open you up. know, I'm, I'm, a lot of times you see the uh, the UFOers, the, you know, the ufologists, their suit and tie. And, yeah. you know, very, very formal. You know, I, I'm, I'm a beer drinking fucking kick, you know, kick somebody's <laughs> ass fucking kind of guy. And yeah, that's yeah. That, that's a little more, you know, towards, you know, you know, my people. They're just like, I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could talk to this guy. You ain't fucking yeah. you ain't bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. So you also talk about what got you into Bigfoot in the first place in your in your podcast. And you had an encounter, right? Oh, yes. You you want to talk about that? That's super interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah, This is um, I'm trying to think I'm trying to put it. It's had to be like 96, 95. Uh All right. Um, I was young kid still in high school. Or maybe just got to high school, ninth grade, maybe, I believe so. Yeah. So somewhere in that, in that age range, and um, I had I lived in Shelton, Washington, so I lived out in the middle of the boonies. Shelton, Washington used to be the Christmas tree capital of the United States. I don't know if it still is, but that's what their claim uh-huh. to fame was. And it's an hour to town, an hour back to the house. That's how far I lived. At. Like I would, oh, wow. I'd get catch the bus in the morning, and maybe about two hours to get to school in the morning, just from picking everybody up. You know what I'm saying? So we was out in the the, the boonies, the sticks. This is the, this is in the Puget Sound of Washington, excuse me, of Washington State. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's beautiful out there. Oh, so beautiful! It's so nice. And uh, it's, it, it, and what the love, what I love about the Puget Sound is at that moment in time, you uh, anyone um, under 16, it was legal to go oyster fishing or oyster cl- uh, clam digging and get oysters uh-huh. for free. So you could literally walk out with a whole bucket of oysters and clams. Oh, nice. You know what I'm saying? So we'd party all day. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, one of my buddies, oh, we're going to stay at night at his house. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? I never been to his house. So he came and picked me up and uh, we're driving to his house. And he lives like I would say maybe about a mile into the woods. It's a, oh, it's okay. a one way, one way road. It's right through yeah. the trees. And you know how you always see those scary movies where you can't see through the trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically right, every yeah. square inch of Washington, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if there's trees, it's so thick, you either can't walk through it or there's got the bushes through it where you can't even stroll through it. So like we're going down yeah. this one was one, one road path and we get down this one road path. There's two trailers and they're both 60 footers. You know what I'm saying? One on yeah. one side of the of the the of the yard, and one on the other side. He's all, "That's my mom's house. This is my house." You know what I'm saying? So he's like, "All right, cool." You know, his his mom gave him his own little trailer so he can sleep in, or and it's a you know, like I said, it's a full size trailer. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. old ones, but they're full size trailers. So we go in there. Um, his first time I tried chat, uh, chewing tobacco too, it's fucking made me sick. Oh no, yeah. that's so <laughs> no, gross. It's, it is so gross. I don't know. He's all this stuff's great, and I'm like, all right, and like, no, it's not. It was like Kodiak too, it was like that winter oh, man. I was yeah. like, oh my god, it's, it's horrible. And so, you know, like, we're just chopping it up, having a good time, and uh, we're uh-huh. actually cleaning guns because we're gonna go shooting in the morning. 
And so, uh, you know, we're cleaning the guns up. It had to be like maybe one thirty, maybe 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 one o'clock to one thirty in the morning. And we're watching Man uh, Return to Snowy Mountain River or Man Returns to Snowy Mountain River. Okay. And so we're watching this movie. It's like halfway through. And then all of a sudden you hear the dog start barking, like going fucking nuts. All right. My buddy's like, what the fuck's up with the damn dogs? You know what I'm saying? So he's thinking, you know, probably, you know, just whatever out outside, you know, with deers. And then um, all of a sudden, like when you shake something, I can't emphasize on this. You can tell when something is pushed or pulled and you can tell Mm. where it's been pushed. You can also tell where it's been pulled. Hmm. All right. So they're very distinction. We're in a trailer. The trailer is on stilts. You can see the stilts because there's no there's no surroundings on it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The, the covers. Yeah. And something literally grabbed the top of this trailer, pulled it back, and then pushed it forward. Oh wow! All right, and, and this yeah. is what I'm this is what I'm saying. It's like those they're fucking almost immovable. You'd have to yeah. hit them with a car to move it. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this thing's heavy as fucking. Something grabbed it on the side we were we were in, huh. and yeah. pulled pulled it back and then pushed it forward. And we're like, what the oh fuck? What the fuck? And my, <laughs> hey, hey, my buddy's fucking eyes were like dishes. Like they're yeah. they're so wide open. I can see every, I can, if they're any more wide, I can see his brain. All right. <laughs> He's freaked the fuck out. Cause he, he, he don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. All right. And the dogs are fucking yapping, yapping and uh, fucking like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? And we just got done cleaning the guns and I grabbed the fucking, I grabbed a 30, 30. I'm like, let's go outside. <laughs> We fucking open, you know, I open the door. I go outside. I don't see anything. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't see anything. Don't hear anything. Yeah. Don't smell anything. All right. At all. Mm. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And so, you know, and uh, my buddy has a big full light that pointed down the road. Yeah. Right? And so it lit up the whole complex and, but it pointed down the road. He fucking hits it. And then all of a sudden you just fucking hear this roar. I'm talking about this nasty, loud, guttural huh. fucking just like, ah. Like, wow. yeah, and it, it, huh. it's it's in the roadway because that's where it's echoing from. Okay. You can't see yeah. down the roadway because the trees are, blo- are, you know, blocking the light from going through. Yeah. And fucking one of the dogs fucking just start going fucking nuts and fucking jumps the fence, goes huh. down the road, and then all you hear is, yep, and then fucking, we fucking, we're like, yep, we're going inside. Wow. We said, fuck it, went inside, went in the morning, dog was split in two. Oh, my God. Like, if God. someone fucking, like, grabbed the rib and the fucking just... Yeah, and I mean that's I'm thinking of all the wild animals. I mean that that's not common. You wouldn't see that even from a bear, no, I don't think. No, they do well first of all, you know what I'm saying? Just the way it was split, the, yeah. like you know, a bear is it's not gonna use its it, it's gonna bat something. Yeah, but you ain't gonna slash something, you know what I'm saying? It's, right, yeah, know, they maul. Yeah, they, you know, exactly. That's... Yeah, they use their teeth, but not this mm-hmm. was like from the, the rib cage down, just like you know, oh like something God. something grabbed it and just like pulled it apart. That's, wow. It was fucking Man. nuts. It was like the most craziest, insane. Like, like even my buddy didn't even never talk to me again after that. Really? Yeah, that was he it. That was it. Uh, he couldn't cope with what had happened, or is that... I don't, like I said, never seen him, never talked to him again after that. Wow. That was it. It was just like that one time, and you know, we was pretty cool. I was just new to the neighborhood, and yeah, you know, things so like yeah, you're cool. You know, like to hang out. I'm like, all right. And the next thing you fucking know, man. And so that that was the I that would be the one and only you know event for you as far as bigfoot goes i, I would imagine you don't want too many encounters no no i don't want too many you know the, that one was more in like even people are still skeptical when i talk about it but i'm like yeah. look this is my story i'm just gonna tell you how i tell it 
You know what I'm saying? Right. This year, this well, year is fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, coming from you, like I said before, it makes it a lot more believable to me. Um, I'll be honest. I'm much more come closer to believing the alien side than I am the Bigfoot. But, um, you know, I, I need to just get turned on to some documentaries from you. But you, you know, giving that account, it's uh, it's different than just, you know, seeing it on some YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's like I said, it's, uh, it, if it, they, they had video cameras on phones back then. Oh my God. That'd be like one of the things you'd have to read. Like, yeah, it's just so, it was so surreal. You know, a lot of times I I, I always just put it in the back of my memory, but it's so vivid as it happened. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Y'all just hauled ass after that. Like got back. Oh, we went back into the house. We right into his trailer, stood in the trailer. Yeah. No, we didn't go anywhere. Like we're, we're the road. We can only road to go in and out Uh was the one that was that way. That went down that way. Oh my God! Did yeah. you get any sleep for the no, rest of no, the we, night? I think I, I, maybe around like f- maybe five, maybe four or five. We kind of like just petered out, and then yeah. but then we all woke up early. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe a couple okay. hours of sleep, and they're like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna take you home," and that was it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, and that is that's that's crazy. You've had some some interesting encounters, my friend. Well, it's being open to it. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, is yeah. if you project something out, I'm big on it comes back. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I, it, like a lot of times me and my wife, we always play around with things. I'm like, eh, don't put that evil on me. Yeah. Well, right now you're putting out some some really good stuff. You've got, I mean, the inspiration going with the Angry Dad podcast and you got, you know, the, the paranormal stuff going on, you know, with uh, I Married a Bigfoot. Um, how can everybody find your stuff, man? Well, um, sh- I'll just do my whole promo. Uh, I'm the Angry Dad Podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Tumblr, Beat of the Fourth Power on everything. I'm on uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, Deezer, iHeartRadio. This motherfucker's everywhere. You can easily fucking find it. Rate, review, like, subscribe, all that bullshit. Angry Motherfucking Dad Podcast. There you have it. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for being here on the show today. I really appreciate that. Nah, thank you for having me on. Please check the show notes. I will link all the ways that you can find Ben. He's got the Angry Dad podcast, of course, uh, almost up to 500 episodes now. He has got the YouTube channels for I Married a Bigfoot. I highly recommend that one. You know, he uh, shows the TikTok videos, all the crazy stuff that uh, I I just don't have time for. So (laughs) I'm glad Ben does it, though. You can find me at the Coffee Buzz podcast. I've got all the back episodes there. If you want to reach out, talk to me. Uh, Maybe you want to be on the show. Just send me an email. We will find something to talk about. You can uh, email me at thecoffeebuzzpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time.